This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness, a healthy love of yourself, and help from me? And sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. So hi, you're talking with Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara, and today I have the uh, great uh, invitation with Dawn, really, to talk about yoga and talk about fitness and health and all kinds of stuff today. So Dawn um, is on today. Um, she does uh, different types of yoga. She can tell you more about that. But uh, I've been going to her class for over a year on and off now. And she's the reason why I decided to become a yoga teacher because I just loved what was happening. My first yoga nidra experience at Lake Canoe Club was overwhelmingly crazy. Like I felt like I had finally got rest. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it was just a busy time in my life and it just, it helped center me so much. So I made the decision to pursue yoga training as a result of that class and uh, kept going as much as I can. Um, and it's just a really great way to kind of de-stress and relax. And especially now with all kinds of stuff going on in the world, it's a really needed practice. And Dawn has agreed to be on the podcast today. So welcome, Dawn. Thank you, Tara. No problem. Why don't you tell people where you want to be reached, where people can find you for more information? Absolutely. Well, I am in the process, very excited to say, of building a website. So that's kind of a stay tuned. But for now, anyone can uh, get in touch with me via Facebook. So it's Dawn Marie on Facebook. And then there's all kinds of links on there that you can uh, dive into to um, yeah, be in touch and see what I have to, to offer online nowadays. Great. Great. And is there an email maybe that you feel comfortable giving out? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So what yeah. do we do email for, for that too, just in case people want to e hit you up later for the website and stuff? Yeah. Don Perry or D-A-W-N-P-E-R-R-I-E-R -E -E at hotmail.com. You can email me anytime with any questions. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So Don, let's start off with uh, a question. Um, how did you get in, into doing yoga? Yeah, so this is a question I get asked fairly often. I think any yoga teacher really would to kind of get a bit of a backstory. And I always, I kind of laugh, I roll my eyes, but I'm always happy to tell the story. I, um, for a lot of people who don't know, I, I've had a bit of a weight loss journey myself. So growing up, I was always overweight and I, I struggled with this. I was overweight, but I, I was, I was unhealthy, not exercising, not eating well. So in my, late, late teens, early twenties, I started to get into health and wellness and fitness. And I lost my Lanta. I lost over a hundred pounds. And in hindsight, you know, I, I did the best that I could, but I didn't really do it the, the, the right way. You know, I was huffing and puffing and running, doing things I didn't enjoy just to have that weight loss. So I was successful in losing weight, but I wasn't really getting to the root of anything, you know, why I was overeating or, you know, why I was as unhealthy as I was. So I kind of stumbled across yoga. I was in the midst of, I don't know if some of you remember, or maybe still tune into the P90X um, program for health and fitness. And I was doing that, you know, strength training, lots of cardio, plyometrics and yoga was a part of P90X for one of the days. It was, I think, on a rest day. And so I remember like, okay, I'll give this a try. If that can, you know, help me get some abs. And I, I giggle hearing that part of myself. But I said, sure, why not yoga? I'll give it a try. I didn't think much of it. And it completely changed my life. It was a way for me to come into my body, to move, get the blood flow, to strengthen, but from a really mindful, compassionate place where for the first time ever, I could actually get to know myself a little deeper than, you know, this surface level where I had been for many, many years. So yeah, I, I, I got to experiencing yoga and in the process, I got to know myself. I was absolutely shocked at what this one day of P90X offered me. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. It, it saved my life in the best kind of way. And I don't think I've, <laughs> I've looked back since. Yeah. 
Wow, that's amazing. So you found like, so one, one session made you intrigued to, to dive into it. So what motivated you to then to take to the next level, you know, if you want to call it levels and into yeah. becoming a yoga instructor, like dive deeper, what, what brought you into that? Yeah. So, I mean, it started out, I got a little curious. I'm like, all right, this is like a, a mind body connection here. And it felt good. And I practiced for, you know, the better part of 10 years. And then, yeah, things really, really shifted for me just spiritually. I, I started meditating and I took this magical trip to India, which I mean, changed my life, but maybe that's a whole other podcast. But yeah, I, I really realized that yoga and every branch of yoga, whether that be meditation, breath work, the physical practice, there's so many layers to it. And I, I had really kind of been diving into all of them. I just, I thought, you know what, this has saved my life. Yoga and all of the beautiful branches, um, enable me to stay connected to me. I know who I am. I can keep, you know, any mental struggles, emotional struggles at bay, or just learn to deal with them effectively with yoga. And I just thought, this has saved my life. I need to do this for a living. You know, they always say, you'll just kind of know your purpose when you come to it and the reason why you're here. And I just, you know, I was at a job that I wasn't very happy with, wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was making, you know, a very good living. I had a pension, all of that, and just didn't feel fulfilled. I thought, okay, well, what, what sparks my heart? What am I passionate about? Yoga. So I thought, all right, I quit my job. I took my teacher training and <laughs> the rest is history. I just dove right in. I thought, you know what, if I quit my job, I hold myself accountable. I'll just have to make it work. And the universe took care of me. I just, it just worked out. I ended up teaching at Banook where I met Tara. She came to my classes and yeah, it's all, everything kind of happened for a reason, but I just thought, you know what, this has changed my life and keeps me so connected to self, to source, to whatever you want to call it. I have to find a way to open these doors for as many other people as I can as I can. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just, I mean, I'm, I'm still processing going backwards, save my life, quit my job, had a yeah. pension, did the whole yeah. thing. I mean, that's, that's a cool journey. Um, totally. You know, and it's kind of one of those things where it's almost like it, you know, people laughed when eat, pray, love came out because they're just like, Oh yeah. You know, we've known this for years, but other people, it was like the Bible for them because they realized there were other things out there besides their corporate jobs that they were unhappy with. And I'm not saying everyone's yeah. unhappy with a corporate job, but there were mm -hmm, legal mm -hmm. jobs, government jobs, the whole thing. So, and, and they started to realize they wanted to live just like the author had, do you know what I mean? Just yes. at, you know, and experience yeah. things, you know, and take the leap and do something. And so people were leaving their marriages, like within like mm -hmm. two years of the book being published and mm -hmm. doing all kinds of stuff and, and doing a bunch of self-discovery. I recently saw Elizabeth Gilbert on the best of Oprah show the other night. And oh. um, it was amazing. I forgot the episode, but it was like, it was, I was like, oh God, I was just like, yeah, I remember when this came out, we were all stunned. Like it was just like, we couldn't believe it. And then the guy that she had fallen madly in love with in Bali came on and he passed away <laughs> later and we're all like, yes. oh God, we remember yes. the movie, you know what I mean? Yes. We're just like, we're like, we're like, oh my God, you know, and we're just laughing because it was so personal and oh, such yeah. a journey yeah. of self. And you said that it's a journey of self and you stay connected to the source. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think that's really, really cool because now we're in a world where people are scrabbling for meaning. Um, mm -hmm, you know, there, mm -hmm. there's, I mean, so far in my clients, I've encountered people who are wanting to be nurtured, people who are wanting to find something to do because they're going stir crazy and they have to do, 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 do something. Yeah. And then yeah. those that just want to be that are just like emotionally every day they wake up, they're like, what will today bring? I'm just going to be. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it's, and, and there's nothing wrong with any of those styles of dealing exactly. with this crisis because we've never seen something like this in our generation. So, you know, mm -hmm. really it's kind of shifting gears between all three. For me, sometimes that's hourly <laughs> where I'm just like, by the ah! minute. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. that's why I talked to my yeah. psychologist this past week. Cause 
she's like, she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh my God. So, and like, I was telling her through telehealth on the phone, like everything. And she's like, we've just covered like Trump. to you're like your lovers to like, you know, what you had for lunch to like, you mm-hmm. know, sitting around and doing nothing for an hour. She goes, yeah, you sound okay actually though. And I'm like, I think this is my normal. <laughs> I was just like, yes. like I'm, in the, I'm the ping pong and I go, and that's what I'm used to. And I said, and I go, but you know, I'm okay with it being taken away, but it needs to come back to me every morning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She yeah. kind of laughed at me, but it was one of those things where I just feel like the shift that you made is something people want to hear about, you know, and now that they're at this time where they're questioning what they're doing, yeah. what relevancy yeah. it is. So is there any way you could speak a little bit more about that, you know, about the shift to finding your own purpose? Like, is there anything you want to Absolutely. I think the big thing to add in is that it does look and it's going to look different for everybody. You know, you might not have that specific eat, pray, love moment, but you can have your own eat, pray, love moment. I mean, who knows who's to say there could be someone teaching yoga that is like, you know what, I need to follow my passions and go get that corporate job. It could be completely backwards. It's different. It's personal for everybody. But you know what, your gut, your intuition already knows what you want to do, what path you need to take. The key I find anyway, I'm just speaking from experience is to get still enough and quiet enough to actually hear those little kind of whispers of your intuition. And they're not whispers of, you know, your family, your parents, your partner, your friends, or, you know, what you should do, what society tells you you should do. There's this deep innate inner knowing. And once you can feel that, sense that, the rest is easy. You just kind of have to go, okay, what's the next step here? What's one step I can take to get me closer to myself, closer to this state of, you know, purpose. And it'll just feel good and right. The second it feels difficult or challenging, you just need to maybe stay on the step you're at or take a step back. But as soon as you can start to uncover those layers, and I think the way to do that is with stillness and really just being with yourself, it's easy peasy. It just kind of falls into place as as it's meant to I think you just have to get out of your own way in in whatever way you know how yeah and there's a reason why there's so many self-help books that say how to get out of your own way on the cover because we don't know how to do that we build these constructs of things and spider webs and by the time we're in the middle of it twinging going is this what I wanted you know we're not (laughs) sure where to go you know like yeah it doesn't have to be so confusing it really doesn't not to say it doesn't come without challenge for sure but I mean I think that you get still enough you get quiet enough your inner voice already has all the answers it doesn't have to be so complicated yeah and if I may share my you know I mean, when I had, I had all these plans, I went down to Florida and I had signed yeah. up with the, with, with the, with the yoga instructor ahead of time. So, and we'd been talking back and forth and I hadn't really kind of understood that it was going to be Baptiste power yoga because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an actual Baptiste course. Yeah. You know what I mean, but she had us read the, the power of yoga and so I, c- I come in there and it's on the wall, all the routine. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. and I was instantly intimidated and it was only myself and one other person, Sadie. And she was like, Oh no, I just do stuff on YouTube. I mean, this 20 year old was like, you know, I looked her up. She had a photo on Facebook of her doing aerial silk yoga. And I was okay. like, F you, man. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, this isn't a competition. I'm actually being honest when I say, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. But my teacher I am not loved hanging it. from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, nope, my, my teacher loved it because she had one experienced person who was like just nailing it, and then she got to like go with me through every process to show me that I could do it too. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But it would be hilarious because like when we finally went into like kids yoga because she taught us different styles of how to do things to give us a range and stuff, and she had us yeah. take other courses with other yoga teachers and stuff like that to see what their classes were like and stuff. But it was really comprehensive. It was really good. But what was hilarious was when we did kids yoga, she goes, you nailed that. I'm like, it's kids yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, what are you saying about my power yoga style? <laughs> Wait a minute. I know, but I was laughing so hard because I was just like, I see what you're laying down there. Nice yeah. try. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, and then like chair yoga, she's just like, yeah, I think you should start there. And I'm like, yeah, I think I should start again. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was just like, I feel like I did everything backward. And that became her favorite saying the whole time. And she goes, I think you do a lot of things backward. I think you just sign up and do it. And then you, and you yeah. kind of let things fall where they are. And I'm like, yeah. So true. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah, 
Yep. <laughs> but it's different for every person. But what's great about what your story tells is that it's an evolution of thought and love. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent, Tara. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. It's an evolution. Yep. It doesn't happen overnight. And I mean, I always say nobody ever really wants to get to, I'm doing air quotes here, the finish line, the big finish line. Nobody flipping wants to get there. So enjoy the ride. Take it one day, one breath at a time, which we're all getting very acquainted with now. That's kind of the point is to let it unravel and uh, enjoy it while you're yeah. at it. And one thing I really took from your, your, your conversation that we just talked about was I wrote it down was one step to a state of purpose. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that yeah. is a very powerful statement for, for this month. <laughs> Absolutely. One step. One step. Yeah. Yeah. one step. That's all. Yeah. yeah. No pressure. Yeah. One step. Yeah. Yeah. As cool. long as it's an intentional one. Yes. Yeah. You're, that's where the magic is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, my next question is what types yeah. of yoga do you do and where? All right. I'm assuming that's like my own personal practice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What so I practice, well, I used to practice um, my stomping grounds at Shanti Hot Yoga Studio. They have three studios in uh, Woodlawn, in Halifax, and Bedford, obviously closed for now. Um, so that's kind of my main stomping grounds. I'm usually practicing there almost every day and at home as well. But lately it's been obviously a straight up home practice, which I've really been enjoying. It's something different and I, I'll never say no to that. But as far as styles go, I do a vinyasa, so a very physical flow every day. But I also start my morning with really light asana, so really gentle poses, just to really get my breath going. I do pranayama, so breath work in the morning. And then in the evening, right at the foot of my bed, I'll do either a yin practice, um, which is like long held poses, deep stretches, or restorative, which is like the rest and digest, the very relaxing and all kinds of props kind of yoga. So it depends on, I guess, the time of day, but I do have like an hour of an active vinyasa every day and then kind of wind down at night and slow breath work ease into the day every morning. So I definitely have a a wide range and then yoga nidra um, which is my specialty as Tara knows I do I practice that every single day as well built into my kind of meditation regime so lots of yoga for this gal for sure yeah that's great though it's 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 a really good range and I'm just wondering um if you can talk a little bit about where people can find you online right now if they wanted to and we'll give out your email again but um mm -hmm. and, then, and then we can just kind of you know, to let people know where you're landed right now, where if they wanted to get in touch with you, they could, could do so. Absolutely. So my email, Don Perrier at hotmail.com and then my Facebook. So Don Marie, D-A-W-N-M-A-R-I-E. And there you can find there's access. I've been taking these daily ground videos, which I'm sure we'll get to in a little bit. It's just kind of tips and tricks to, to, to stay centered and grounded during these bizarro times. Um, so yeah, you can reach me on Facebook email. I mean, I'm a chatty Kathy. So, I mean, if we take that step, you can always feel free to message me with a phone number. We can have phone chat, video chat, whatever. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to meet with whoever feels kind of called to connect. Nice. And I'm, I'm sure they could do like, if they didn't want to do a full vinyasa flow yoga session with you, there's other types of yoga. Cause you mentioned what you do, but mm -hmm. besides doing the um, online yoga nidra, you can, you can also offer them, you know, even just a meditation with them, you know, just Absolutely. to talk with they meditations. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of have a stress release and just kind of do a little bit of movement, you know, but that's, that's the cool thing about virtual right now, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I mean, I obviously I'm a certified yoga instructor, so I can really tailor it if somebody, you know, really feels comfortable doing sort of a one-on-one -on -one session. Um, there's no no pressure, no obligation, but I am here for that. So we could do one-on-one, -on -one, something really gentle, a vinyasa flow, a, a meditation, even just to sit and learn some breath work, some breathing techniques. Yeah, I can definitely help with, with any of that. Cool. Awesome. And I do have to say, I'm going to put a plug in because even just going to uh, Harmonidra on Sunday nights at Lake Bannock, you know, when we were able to, you know, it was, it was awesome because 
not every class is the same experience. Like for people who go to mm -hmm. fitness class and, you know, think, oh, I'm going to do Zumba and this is the program and we did it last week and this is the steps and this is what happens and then I do this and then I do that and, you know, yeah. kind of A to B to C to D. What's great mm -hmm. about your classes, there's some structure, but the focus really is on you on you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like you, yes. you, you are only thinking about yourself and concentrating on whatever comes up you know? Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because a lot can come up, a lot can unearth, but also you can also just simply be and listen to the sounds of the class and hear the hum yeah. of the fans and like just yeah. enjoy just in an hour and a half of, of, of your me time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you'll remember Tara, I always say at almost every, every class, you just take what you need, but also you have to trust that you're going to get exactly what you're meant to get. And this might be something that you're already aware of or something you're completely unaware of. So whether it is just to sit and listen to the hum of the fan and to sit in presence with yourself, or maybe there's something that's been kind of bubbling up like a blockage or, you know, an emotional release that's ready to happen, which can be pretty intense and pretty beautiful all in the same breath. You get what you need from this practice. It's, it's a really deep practice that nurtures you in a very intense way if you're ready for it or a really gentle, soothing way if that's what you need. So yeah, super different every time, but always giving you whatever it is that you need, which is a really beautiful gift. Awesome. Great. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and right. um, and then uh, we'll be back with more from Dawn. Um, but again, uh, you can find her online on Facebook at Dawn Marie and Dawn Perrier at Hotmail.com. So, yeah. And also, I should add, uh, if you're part of any groups on Facebook, there is a group called Yoga in Halifax, and I think you post your daily grind on that too, right? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good group to join. Got great stuff about where to find local Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. All right. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, this is Tara McDonald, plus this is Tara, and I'm talking with Dawn Marie Perry today, renowned yoga instructor, <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, an overall great person. But really, we just are talking about yoga and, and things about Dawn and her journey to be to becoming a yoga instructor, what she offers her services and stuff. And I just want to mention, you can reach her by email at dawnperry at hotmail.com and on Facebook at Dawn Marie. So Dawn, so tell me a little bit more mm -hmm. about how you're spending your days in quarantine right now. Absolutely. So while I do think that, and I've always been a believer that a little bit of spontaneity and kind of stepping outside of your routines, that's always a good thing to switch things up. However, I feel like during times like right now, especially while we're all still adjusting in the grand scheme of things, this is still pretty fresh and we've never quite been through anything like this. So personally speaking, and I'm different from everybody, but um, my having a schedule and a routine has been really beneficial for me. So I've been quite enjoying, I go to bed pretty early and I'm up really, really early. And as soon as I wake up, I really, I make a point to set the tone for my day. And I'll get to this in a second, but I set the tone when I wake up and I create the tone when I go to bed so I can really bask in it. So there's like this cycle of wellness and it's all very 
intentional. I have people sometimes I laugh. They're like, Don, you're just so positive. Like, dang, how lucky you were just born that way. And I think, oh my Ugh. heart, if you only knew, <laughs> like it, it, it takes, it takes effort. It really does. So I'm, I'm really putting in the effort, especially during these challenging times. I get up as soon as I wake up, I express some gratitude. Thank you for the day. Little meditation, breath work, yoga. I get outside, connect with nature, have a nice breakfast, enjoy a coffee. So structure, you know, I'm doing yoga every single day, roughly around the same time. I'm taking some daily ground videos and posting those online. Um, still connected with work. So doing some online yoga nidra, which has been great. But the big takeaway here, it might be yoga for one person. It might be, you know, playing chess or reading for another. I really try to have some routine and not just, not just routine, you know, Tara, but ritual, you know, I'm making all these mm. practices, whether it's eating my breakfast and blessing it or just cozing up with a good book or, you know, what, sitting and having a good cry and writing in my journal. Everything I'm doing is routine and it's ritual. So I'm living every day with intention and nourishing myself as best I can. Some days that looks like two hours of yoga and other days it looks like me having a meltdown on my couch crying and like having a chat with a friend, you know, but as long as it's intentional and, you know, just kind of taking each day as it comes, then I think that's really key. It's, it's kind of like, I really, I really resonate with that because I created a routine for the past, since I closed down my business of school and stuff and, and now stuff is coming towards an end. So I almost feel like a yeah. hesitation. It's also my feet are being dragged a little bit like, Oh, what am I coming into? Like in, in June, I'm going to be free. Well, what does that look like for quarantine? I need to have something set up. So I'm working mm-hmm. not on school, but I'm just setting stuff up for my business so I can keep still have a routine but I have Mm -hmm. to adjust it you know and be a little flexible because I am a planner exactly but I need Mm -hmm. to plan for flexibility (laughs) I I even I even I even I even yeah I even plan for like days where I just don't want to do anything do you know what I mean I'm just like nope Thursday day off not doing nothing you know what I mean don't Mm -hmm. care you know or I get up in the morning and see how I feel with a check-in with meditation and then I'm like today I'm just gonna do nothing you know what I mean? So, yeah. And not feel bad about it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we're talking about nurture, be, you know, do, you know, people are doing different things, trying to see how they can occupy their time. And right now, like you said before, we've said it before, there's, there's no precedented, uh, you know, virus in our generation that has been this impactful in our lives to this yeah. extent. Um, yeah. And so being gentle with yourself and showing compassion for others is, is, is a good thing, but it's also hard because we're all stressed out, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, now that it takes almost like two hours for me to go to the grocery store and come out and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I'm literally like observing the six feet rule. But, uh, you know, when people get stuck in a lineup in an aisle and then they don't want to go back, so they want to turn around and people get cranky about that. I'm like, oh, my God, communication yeah. breakdown. We're breaking down. <laughs> like, yeah, oh my, it's stressful. Yeah, it's there's going to there's going to be a riot in the store. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the pasta aisle, we're all going to go for yes. it. You know? I, know, yeah. I, know, I know. But I laugh because sometimes you just think, well, maybe that's what's needed. Maybe this person just needs to freak out right now. You know? Any means. You know what? So true. And you got to yeah. let it happen. Yeah. yeah. But Absolutely. I know what you mean about people saying you're so positive. I try to keep everything positive on social media, but I do it. And not a lot of people know why, but I do it because my family at West, like, like, like literally creeps on everything I do to see what I'm doing Yeah, and, and yeah. from a very different mindset. They're from a scarcity mindset, a negative mindset, because they grew up in a totally different world. Um, Fear driven. Yeah. yeah. And they, and yeah. they, and, and my generation kind of stopped it, you know, because we grew up with different values and stuff and we created something mm-hmm. different for our own families. But what's hilarious is, so they, they'll like post messages every now and then to let them know that, to let me know that they're still watching me, but they're just like, Oh, everything seems fine with you. Okay. And then they check out. And I know that what I'm doing is really letting them know that I'm okay, but also yeah. they're not able to handle it. If I'm not okay. I know that. As a fact. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So when they heard about my heart attack, Oh my God. I didn't tell oh, them. I didn't, I didn't yeah. tell them that I had the heart attack until I got the news back that my heart was healthy and just had a valve issue and that I didn't need yeah. medication or surgery right now. And then I told them what happened and they mm-hmm. kind of lost their mind in that. But then after like two weeks of like freaking out on me with text messages and voicemails and all kinds of stuff, they, they calmed <laughs> yeah. down. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, I was like, there's yeah. no way I was going to tell them I have all this uncertainty around my heart and I don't know what will happen because I can't get the test done in time in Nova Scotia. So I have to go to Florida. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to take care of it. Because like, if, yep. if I have the information, then I can tell them what to do about it, you know? And my exactly. mom, God love her, but oh my God, we have such a tumultuous relationship. But she, 
had 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 herself convinced that I needed stints. Well, if oh. I needed stints, I was I should be in a hospital bed. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I was, I was like not walking and talking and doing five Ks. Right. Like I was mm-hmm. like I was like I was, yeah. I was like come on, calm down. But it mm-hmm. it worked out, and and it worked out for everybody because I took the steps to make sure that they knew that I was going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they needed that silver lining. That yeah, uh, yeah. Especially yeah, if people are. And you know what? No judgment. A lot of people are in that kind of fear mindset and yeah. it consumes them. So if you were yeah. had have told them, you know, what had happened in the thick of it without saying like, Oh, but everything's fine. Yeah. My they God, that would have just completely consumed no, them. No, yeah. they would have so shown up on doing my door <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, oh, <laughs> you know, you. please leave me no. my bubble. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, know. I get it. Yeah. I totally but- get it. So what I want to say, you know, what I really love uh, talking about family and stuff like that is that I noticed that your family supports your yoga practice. So you want to talk about your dad and stuff and like, you know, how you work with your family with your yoga practice and stuff. Like what? Absolutely. So yeah. yeah, my dad, bless his heart. He, um, he is a doer. He is very much a doer. His purpose is in staying busy and helping and doing. And he recently sold, he had a construction business. Um, he built houses for years and years, was wildly successful. I'm still so proud of him, but he retired and a little bit kind of lost this, this sense of purpose. So he's always trying to like stay busy and help wherever he can. Um, helping hands is what he has. And so I just thought, you know what? I was, Tara, you've been to my setup at Banook. It, mm-hmm. it, it was taking me like at least an hour, sometimes way longer just to get set up for the classes and then yeah. at least an hour just to kind of tear down and clean You know, up. I wondered as when I first went in the first class, I looked around and I'm like, oh my God. Because <laughs> I, I ran a fitness club, so I know, right? Like you right. Were boot camps in my own functional fitness class for the seniors. Everything took set up. Do you know what I mean? And, it was just and you like, don't quite realize it until yeah. you've actually done it. So it yeah. makes sense that you saw it. But yeah. other people were like, oh, do you just get set up in a few minutes? And I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> I've got like singing bowls and lights and props. <laughs> And yeah so dad Great. ended up um he was offering for a while but I felt bad but I ended up saying you know what this is an opportunity for me to connect with my dad and to give him some purpose so it's win-win and yeah he was up until our, our very last session at Banook before all this unraveled he he helps me get everything set up he impatiently kind of sneaks in at the end of class and says hi to everybody and then helps me tear down and you know what I think it's it's really quite beautiful. I'm glad you asked me about this, Tara, because I am the only, I guess, yogi in my family. Actually, my family, and this isn't this isn't a bad thing. It's it's just a, a beautiful fact. My family's not super active. They are right. in other areas, but physically speaking, as far as you know, maybe going to the gym or being runners or yogis or whatever, they're just not overly active and that's okay. They have other things that keep them going and that nourish and sustain them. But the thing is, as much as I'm sitting here supporting that, they support me. So yes, dad definitely helps me. He's like my hired help with his beautiful little hat. So people who have seen him before will know what I'm talking about. But yeah, they, they support me a hundred percent. They know that I'm doing my best. I'm serving the world in in the way that works for me. And, you know, we may not live similar lives, but they know that this works for me. I know what works for them. And we just, it's really just shown and, and displayed how much we really support each other in this non-judgmental, compassionate way. We just love each other hard through our very different lifestyle. So no yogis, but definite support for the yogi in me, which I'm very grateful for. That's so cool. Yeah. 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 So you must find your family inspiring then with their own, with their own. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They inspire me just, I mean, to take a step back, like, okay, my mother, for example, she Um, She has heart failure, so she's not not very active at all. She's quite limited in what she can do physically. She does her best. I respect that. Um, So my mom doesn't do breath work, doesn't know what breath work is. I don't think anyway. She doesn't do yoga, Um, you know, Pilates. She doesn't meditate. And that's, that's not a bad thing. But my mother is one of, and I say this, I'm not biased because I'm her daughter, she is a rock. She is one of the most strong, resilient, and 
honest to goodness, joyful humans that I know. She has her system. She has what works for her, what nourishes her. She knows that. And she tends to that just like I tend to, you know, journaling, doing yoga and doing breath work. She has her version of it. And to me, that is so inspiring and such a beautiful reminder that we are all so, so different. We all don't fit into one box nor, you know, I hope we all, we never do. So you know, the second we maybe go to judge someone else or assume that they live like we do, it's, it's a nice reality check. And in turn, so inspiring to see all the different ways that, that people live. And especially when they're in your, within your own family. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who, is there anyone outside of your family that you find inspiring? I mean, I'm sure I think, I think we could find a lot of people inspiring right now, specifically frontline workers, healthcare workers, you know, supply chain drivers, everybody. Yeah. Is there anyone in particular along your path with yoga that you found that really spoke to you? Like, um, there's a few yoga notables that I didn't even know about that I read about Mm -hmm. and like followed and stuff, but you know, I mean, they also kind of like scare me because I'm just like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, they're really about yoga off the mat and they're like militant about it. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. okay, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, like, right. I'm, I'm doing, I'm I'm doing it. it. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Is is anybody, any, any, anybody you, you like to follow or like that or. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? For those of you who are looking for like a local inspiration, um, Stephanie Winters, she's one of my best friends and she is a fellow teacher at Shanti Hot Yoga. She's now doing an online thing. So you can follow her, Stephanie Winters. She's on Facebook and she has Instagram. She's now, she's got like over 200 people in her group. She's leading daily um, vinyasa classes. They're physical, they're challenging, but she is, she is the full package. She's got, you know, the spiritual aspect of yoga, the physical side. She has taught me so much. She's been teaching for over 10 years and she is a wealth of knowledge. She inspires me daily. I am a part of her, you know, big 200 plus following. I do yoga with her every day. So she definitely inspires me, I guess, as far as yoga goes. But, you know, thinking back to like, it was all really when I went to to India that I mentioned earlier, and I really had this big spiritual awakening. Since that moment, a lot of teachers, I mean, off the top of my head that have really taught me a lot, you know, about life off the mat as well. Um, Wayne Dyer, may he rest in peace, one of my biggest teachers. Michael Singer, he wrote The Untethered Soul, which is one of my favorite books, highly recommended by me. The uh, Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Uh, Joe Dispenza, Eckhart Tolle, Abraham Hicks, Deepak Chopra, Louise Hay, all um, people that have taught me so, so, so much on this journey and still continue to teach me every day, to be honest. Cool. That is a good list. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then yes. I'm like, gotta look Stephanie Winters up. Yeah. 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 Please do. She's, uh, she's absolutely incredible. Yeah. 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 It was funny. They recommended today, um, I had never heard of him before, John C. Maxwell for leading through crisis and about leadership. And the okay. first, the first video was kind of dry, but you know, it was, it's kind of, it's very, it's a little cerebral. Like a lot of the first video is essentially trying to calm you down <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, and it works. Cause he's just very reassuring. He's just letting mm-hmm. you know, and he's not like authoritative dictatorship. He's just letting you know, with quiet authority that he's your friend and letting you know that we've been through worse Safe. before and mm-hmm. we'll get through it. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he totally sets the stage, but yeah. I was laughing cause I was listening to it and I was just like, man, I was like, we really need all these speakers now and all these leaders to step forward, you know, and show us when some of our politicians aren't doing it. I'm not getting mm-hmm. into that on this podcast, but, mm-hmm. you know, and, and some people, some figures aren't able to do it, you know, so it's just, it's really great to see people take steps forward and do this. Mm-hmm. But I think what's great about, we all have local people that we're fond of too. And I think what's great about hearing about your relationship with Stephanie is that, you know, there's leaders in each community. You just have to look for them. 
absolutely. You've got to look, you've got to ask and, and they'll yep. come. Yep. Yeah. And the other thing is, so you got to kind of do it with an open heart. Like maybe the leader that you're attracted to is not someone that your friend will be, but they at least will try it out. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And, 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 and you keep going until you find something that resonates with you and there's no harm mm-hmm. in looking for someone to kind of match up with and kind of like be inspired by and then also do your own thing, whatever that may be. So exactly. There's something for you everywhere. Even if it's a little bit, a lot, you can take what you need, you know, and like we, like we said before, you don't want to get to the finish line. So just enjoy the process and get curious. Yeah. So why don't we talk a little bit about India? Like where have, where have you traveled to like in India? Like what, what, tell me, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So you know what? India started, um, I went to a yoga retreat for the first 10 days and that was, um, in the Southern part of India. So we went to a beautiful resort, um, you know, beautiful food, yoga three times a day. It was phenomenal, very relaxing. Um, I met one of my best friends there. She was my roommate, but it wasn't until after I went backpacking for the next three weeks, I was gone about a month. And it wasn't then that I really just had, oh my gosh, I feel like it was one aha moment after the other. So I traveled up the northern part. So into like Goa and New Delhi. Um, Oh my goodness. We went everywhere and anywhere and really saw, you know what, the, the western part of my brain, and I say this just, I guess, for the podcast, I saw so much poverty um but in hindsight looking back it really wasn't poverty at all it was people living within their means and living simplistically you know they had each other they had their purpose whatever that was and they were the people in india that i met were some of the most the happiest most present people i've I've ever met. My favorite story, I'd love to share it if we have time, Tara. Yes, yeah, we do. Um, I was walking and I was, <laughs> my dad does, he loves this story, but he hates the, the beginning because it starts with, well, I was walking by myself. I was backpacking. I had my backpack and I was walking through this village. I'm a bit fearless when I travel. It hasn't, uh, it's served me so far, but um, yeah, so I was, I was walking by myself and I was just kind of observing and I guess, yeah, as far as a Western lens goes, Um, there was a lot of poverty around. So people living in these, you know, relatively small homes with very big families and not much as far as materialistic things go. And, you know, now I say they weren't living in poverty at all, but that Mm. was kind of the initial assumption from where I was at then. And this family, so these two kids were out playing soccer. They couldn't really speak English. The father, uh, or I guess the grandfather could a little bit, but the kids kind of flagged me down. I kind of blended in because I was tan. I have dark hair. So you don't really realize that I'm a foreigner until you look at my eyes and I have blue eyes. So the kids, like, they, they linked eyes with me and they're like, oh, you know, she must speak English. So they went over to me and they invited me to come play with them and kick the ball. So I put my bag down and I was kicking this ball. And then the family, my God, there was like eight or nine of them came out of this little home. They just had this little stereo boom box. They had some beautiful like chanting music on with like bells. They had incense going. Honestly, for the first 20 minutes. I kicked this ball around. We were laughing. We were smiling. We were attempting to communicate using signs, whatever we could. Um, the mother came out with a coconut and she sliced it with like this big machete. And then we kind of ate, we ate the pulp together and then I drank the juice. And then we there, you know, I was helping them a little bit with their English and they were honestly, I helped them maybe with eight words and that like I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. They changed my life in exchange for eight words of English. They were so kind to me. They they were they noticed that I was alone and they tried to offer me like a place to stay with them and they were just they were just kind, not because they needed to be or because it made them look good or you know it raised their status. They were just kind. They had what they needed. They had enough food for them for the day and they were playing they were outside they were with each other and I've never been a part of a more connected happier family unit and it it just shifted my perspective to hey you know you don't need I'm not I have nothing bad to say about pensions and corporate jobs if that's what serves you then frig do that till the day you die and good for you you know to do that but 
it just showed me that there's so much more to life than fitting inside some box that you think you need to be in. And that really started my spiritual journey and transformation. And I guess just an unraveling of who I thought I, I should be and a lifting of all these veils of, you know, these versions of Dawn that I thought I had to be, or I was, you know, pretending to be. And I just want to be happy as happy as that family was in the most simple, but you know, the most beautiful way. So that was a, that was a game changer. And I so appreciate yeah. you allowing me to, to dive back into that story. That is a great story. All the yes to that, you know. I know, eh? Yeah. All of it. <laughs> and the way you described it, I can totally picture it, you know. Right? Yeah, it's so etched in my mind like it I can't help but just have it like flow off of my tongue. It was Yeah. It's one of those things, those huge moments. You always remember the little details and and yeah. that's 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 one of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. two childhood friends. Uh, I grew up for a little while in London, England, and I have two childhood friends, uh, one Hindu, one Muslim, and the Muslim is now uh, a Christian. But what's hilarious is, like, we were all kids, and we didn't know these things. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we all played together. Do you know what I mean? We didn't know. Although I do have to say the Navy brats from the U.S. played war a lot, and we didn't know what they were doing, but we played ah, it with them anyway. Okay. But we were all kind of laughing because they were kind of all all like losing their minds on the Germans. We could never forget why. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it was this confusing time. <laughs> you know? I'm like, what's so going on? So you're like, eh, whatever. We're just I know. Well, and, and even they, they didn't even know what they were doing. They just learned it from their right. older siblings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so then, yeah. so then when I tell people these stories, I'm like, yeah, we used to play this game called war. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know what it is now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Work, but yes. you know, you just play and it was kind of like, Every time I hear stories where people interact without worrying about social status or money yeah. or, or yeah. like, you know, ego and stuff like that, I think of that time on that playground that we we're all growing up as kids and just how we just played, you know? Yeah, just human to human. Human yeah. being with human, period. Yeah. 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 All right. So I'm going to ask the last question. Um, mm -hmm. What does the future hold for Dawn with yoga? What's going on with your future self? Yeah. So, I mean, the universe has my back always, and I'm a, even more of a firm believer in that now. So well before all of this happened, actually the last year, two years, I've been planting seeds and saying to many people, man, I really, really want to make a website, you know, do some recordings online. And I've been getting, and I say this, Tara, you know me, with so much humility, but I'll be in like a grocery store and just be chatting with someone and I remember this one gentleman, this older guy, he interrupted me. He's like, Miss, I just have to tell you, he said, I think you should quit your job. He said, you need to work in radio or news. <laughs> he said, your voice is just, you could just sit and, you know, read the newspaper or read the obituaries. He said, but I just, I feel relaxed. There's something about your voice. I just, I love it. You need to do something with that voice. You need to put a, a dollar sign on it, he said. And, and I, you know, I laugh, but I, I, gotten and I've been getting so many signs like that like Don go online like start selling your recordings first and foremost you can reach people and help people heal and connect with themselves globally not just locally that is flipping out of this world fantastic but then sure it could also you know pay my bills and maybe pay for another trip to India. Who knows? Maybe I can bring mm. my whole family with me. So yeah. I've been wanting to venture online for a while, but I am human. Fear has kind of been on the back burner, but also a schedule. I was teaching in a bunch of studios and, and hosting these events. So timing was a thing too. And, and now here we are. And, you know, the silver lining, I think our darkest days and our biggest challenges Yes, they are challenging. I'm not going to take away from that, but they are always huge opportunities for growth, for learning and big lessons, big opportunities. And I'm taking this whole pandemic as just that. I'm not downplaying, you know, the seriousness of it. I know a lot of people are experiencing a lot of loss through it and I definitely don't downplay that, but for me, you know, I'm choosing and it's a choice to stay positive and stay open to the opportunity. So here I am, I've hired someone and my website is now being made. I'm actually making a little logo now. It's going to be 
Um, nice. Actually, Terry, you're the first person I'm sharing it with. It's just B, so two E's with Dawn Marie, and there'll be like my logo's a little chubby, like meditating B. Um, yeah, just B with Dawn Marie, just B. So nice. my website is, is happening, and you know, even. I've been taking these daily ground videos and reaching people from all over. So yeah. the future, I mean, I will always keep teaching. I would love to still hold my in-person events because there's just something personal about being to hug someone and share in that experience and that energy collectively. But I think that this whole online presence thing, there's, there's something there for me and it's unraveling bit by bit. I don't want to get to the finish line right away, but one step at a time, this, uh, whole purpose dance has been a lot of fun. So, so we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. One step to state of purpose to just That's be. That's it. Yeah. To just be. Just, to just be. be. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more simple than we all make it out to be. It really is. We just got to breathe one step at a time. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Don. It's been great chatting with you. And again, just let people know where they can reach you and stuff. And, um, you know, I have to say, you know, one thing that's really cool is that uh, these podcasts are letting me open doors to people who have gifts that they can offer. And the eWomen Network is letting me reach people of their membership and then also around the world. So, you know, Amazing. what's really cool is like through the podcast, people can find you and, you know, people do hunt people down when they like how they hear and like what they say and, and resonate yeah. with it, you know, yeah. so um yeah, I just want to appreciate you for coming on today and not knowing what to expect and just uh, and just jumping in. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Tara. I think that, you know, your purpose from what I can see is really, you know, building those gaps and those connections for people to have so much access to health and to healing. I think you and I both, you know, know the importance of having, you know, our health in our own hands and putting it into our own hands. So I want to truly, truly thank you for always, you know, bridging that gap and making these connections to uh, it's part of your purpose, but it by default in the best way it helps us all so thank you for for all that you do and for connecting today it was a real gift a real gift awesome awesome and again don can be reached on facebook at don marie and then email don perrier at hotmail.com and um i think i'm gonna one of my websites i'm gonna do a gallery of people who have been on my podcast and put up photos mm -hmm. and stuff so people can click on links and, and find people that way so it'll be at plusfitnesswithtara.com uh, on its own page and stuff for sure so that is in the works but again i'm not a, i'm not at the finish line there yet myself so i'm still working on it <laughs> you'll get there one step at a time there's <laughs> web forms all right thanks very much don thanks for being all on right, okay. and everybody this was plus fitness with tara and uh thanks for listening this is the ewn podcast network